right, here we go. It's episode 23 of Bet Parks Presents, the Aji's podcast. Jason Martinez along with Harry Mays. What's going on, huh? Well, good to be here, Jason. We got a big game five tonight uh, in the NBA playoffs with the Sixers and the Heat going back to Miami after uh, Joel Embiid makes his return and James Harden finally played up to what I think are most of our still lofty expectations of his game. But he yeah. was tremendous. 31 points in that game. Yeah, he hit six threes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think you can expect that going forward, though. I mean, that was a that's an outlier, right? Yeah, I think that's unfortunately that's that's the outlier now, but they they sure did need it. How about their you know, we were talking last week, Harry, about the potential of them perhaps getting swept. Yeah. But now it's all of a sudden it's tied at two because they held serve on the home court. Yep. It's amazing. Yeah. And of course, Joel Embiid got snubbed uh for the MVP. Well, I hadn't heard about Nikola that. Jokic. Yeah, it's, it's only the biggest thing people are talking about in this town. It's crazy. Like, I couldn't care less about the MVP. Yeah. Uh, I'd rather have a, a parade. You don't have parades for MVPs. You have parades for championships, and that's all I really care about. But maybe Joel Embiid cares a lot about it, and maybe tonight he explodes uh, because he feels snubbed. And I'm looking at over 25 and a half points uh, on the parks on the bet parks app and there's also a uh, a player special for him with points rebounds and assists combined the number is over 39 and a half it's less juice uh, but I'm thinking he could have a 30 point night and easily get uh, 10 rebounds you know what I'm saying and oh, a couple yeah. of, you know maybe an assist or two he could end up uh, with 17 rebounds <laughs> he could yeah he absolutely could so uh, do, do you play Embiid over on his totals tonight, uh, thinking that he's going to uh, you want to stick it to the voters? Yes. I yeah, do. I'm thinking that too. And I think he likes being on the road and being the villain mm-hmm. the, with the mask, the whole thing, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think he relishes this drama and theatrics and all that stuff. And, you know, he comes back and they get two wins. And now all of a sudden, like this game five, is monstrous it really is and, and i'll tell you the nba and the nhl uh playoffs have have got a lot of key game fives you got milwaukee and boston which has been a fantastic series i was dialed into that last night the celtics get a big win behind al horford mm. al horford was throwing up balls from the parking lot and getting nothing but net last night and they get a huge win to go 2-2 now they go back to boston for game five uh, Dallas and the Phoenix Suns are at two-two for a key game five in Phoenix. And last night you had Golden State eke out a win uh, without their head coach and without John Morant from Memphis. But that series is now three games to one. But it's very competitive in the NBA in the second round and the and the hockey now. You've got one, two, three, four, five series right at two-two. Yeah, it's incredible and some you know no surprise obviously with Colorado. Yeah, uh, the sweep. Yeah, but but last night was almost a catastrophic night for El Capitan oh. and the and the Florida Panther. I'll tell you on that. And when when uh, when the internet went down, that's what I was talking about because I was dialed in on that, and I was thinking about your boy G. You know, I was watching him last night. It's still odd to see him in another sweater. I have to admit. Uh, but but you can pick him out as soon as he hits the ice just by the way he moves around. I'm like, there he is. <laughs> yep, the way he skates. Yeah, the way he skates. He's got sort of his own way about it. But, boy, I'll tell you, the coach uh, grabbed his nuts last night with about three minutes left in the third period and pulled Bobrovsky down a goal. 
And Florida maintained possession, albeit for one attempt at an empty netter that just missed for for the Capitals, or they'd be up three games to one. They end up getting the goal, tied and go to overtime and win it in the first couple of minutes of overtime. Now you got a 2-2 tie going back to Miami. Yeah, Incredible. Unbelievable. Connor Verhage gets the overtime winner. He scored the first goal in the game as well. Mm-hmm. And, it, I mean, that series could just be turned on its ear. Now it's going seven. Yeah. And we'll see if Florida can hold serve on the home ice uh, for game five tomorrow night. Um, by the way, you like this play tonight? Embiid plus 450 to score the first field goal of the game? Oh, yeah, plus 450? The first field goal of the game, you got Embiid at plus 450. Well, that's pretty good value there. Yeah, so yeah. they got to win the tip. Mm-hmm. Get the first possession. I mean, Danny Green give you plus fourteen hundred. I'm not going there. Maxi no. plus seven hundred. You go Jimmy Butler plus eight hundred. Yeah. Well, they then they don't have to win the tip. They just got to get a stop and then get the yeah. first bucket. So, uh, I would take that plus four fifty. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I'm going to put a little wager on that right now here on the on the Bet Parks app. Yeah, there's so many different props and different oh. creative little uh, wagers you can do on the Bet Parks app. See, that's the thing about playoffs. I think they go even further. Mm-hmm. They give you more. More options. We yeah. like options. Yes. Yeah. It's about <laughs> optionality here. And, Somebody uh, said that once. Yeah. Imagine what it's going to be like during football. This is going to oh, be bananas. And that's not that far off. Um, the all-new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app, it's now live. I got it open right here. I know Harry does as well. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, Joel Embiid plus 450. Uh, we will put, you know, we'll put a little, we'll put a unit on that. Boom. Place Done. bet. And it's done just like that. So simple to use, so easy, uh, easy to sign up, easy to use, fun to use, and faster to win than ever before. It's everything you want in a mobile casino and sports book. And right now, promo code Jason750 for all Bet Parks users, new and existing. That'll get you a risk free bet up to $750. Terms and conditions do apply. So again, Jason750, new and existing user, users, get that risk free bet up to $750. So do yourself a favor. Download the Bet Parks app today. Do you need to be over 21 and present in Pennsylvania or New Jersey? Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Yeah, this time of year, it's dizzying. It's the multiple screens. You have mm-hmm. to have it. Yeah. There's so much going on. Yeah, and you really do. It's all good. It is. And I tell you, I've been really enjoying this NHL on TNT, uh, you know, in between periods, pregame, postgame, that kind of stuff. I think that crew does a really nice job. And it's, it's almost, you know, their version of, you know, the Charles Barkley, Shaquille O'Neal, Kenny Smith thing, you know, where yeah. they, these guys are just busting on one another. Tockett is fantastic. Yeah, natural. <laughs> he is so good. Yeah. And, and uh, Biz Nasty from the Spit and Chicklets podcast is on mm-hmm. there, and he's, he's very entertaining as well. And, and Liam McHugh is kind of the, the straight guy. And, right. You know, it was one of the things in the beginning of the year, I thought they were trying too hard to try and be inside the NBA. Mm-hmm. And that telecast with Ernie and Shaq and Barkley, right. it's so good. And Kenny, right. like that show, that that was to me the the pit, the best, the best yeah. sports, you know, halftime and analyst show. And in the beginning, I thought they were like trying too hard to be edgy, but they've kind of settled in now. Yeah, and they've Last gotten chemistry. Really good. Yeah, yeah. Anson, Anson Carter's pretty good on there too. Yeah, he's he's like the he's sort of the more level headed guy. Like he does it. Yeah, it's the, the you know the two crazy guys on either end are really just going at. It's like Charles and Shaq kind of. Yeah, and then you know uh, Anson Carter's sort of the Kenny Smith kind of well, guy. On but you it. get Gretzky on there too sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> and I mean, Gretz doesn't say a ton, right? But when he talks about hockey, 
like it's Wayne fucking Gretzky. Right, right. right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like when he says something, like I love hearing him talk about the game mm-hmm. because like players like him can't explain what he was able to do because he was just born with something different mm-hmm. than anybody else has. Like you have great players like in, in professional, they're all great crumbing up and everything. But like when you go so many levels beyond great, it's right. you wonder how, like what the thought process is for those guys. So it's interesting to get his, his insights from time to time as well. I mean, Crosby just went to 200 playoff points here, sixth all time in the NHL. Jeez. One back of Yager at 201. Gretzky is 382. Wow. I mean, that's and, insane. And then wasn't uh, Steph Curry hit a milestone last night with uh, 500 three pointer in the three pointers in the playoffs? <laughs> it's unbelievable. I mean, that is bananas. Yeah. 500 career playoff threes. He got 32 points last night, eight assists. And Golden State get the 101-98 win over the Memphis Grizzlies. Yep. That's insane. It really is. <laughs> 500 three-pointers. Now, have you been able to figure out this uh, Tampa Bay-Toronto series? No. Kind of crazy. Each team splitting um, in their buildings. And beating the shit out of each other when they win. Yeah. It's really weird. It's and, a weird series. Yeah. And, like, the goaltending, like, I don't believe in – Jack Campbell and the Toronto goaltending, but Vasilevsky's looked human at times as well. Mm-hmm. And he's been great, obviously, over the last couple of years. Best goalie in the world, in my opinion. So I, everything I thought I knew about hockey in this first round is kind of going sideways. You know, the Penguins are kicking the shit out of the Rangers. Yeah, but you kind of knew that the Rangers' uh, defense was a little suspect, right? Yeah, and they're being exploited right now. They haven't been in the playoffs in a long time, and you're facing a you know, tested Yeah veteran group that been here a thousand times 15 years in a row as a matter of fact with Malkin Crosby and Latang. Latang, yeah and how about Louis Domingue coming in here coming in cold in that game for Casey DeSmith in overtime wow makes 13 stops in over he comes in he hasn't he hasn't stretched or done anything since 6 30 that night right and he gets into the game in a second overtime and they just start throwing pucks at him which right. I thought was not smart now, what what did you think about the uh, the Avalanche goalie in that situation? Oh, the stick in the uh, mask, right? Yeah, that's you know these guys they all wear the cat eye mm-hmm. because you want that vision. And I got I have a nice example here for you. Yeah, for I figured our, you would. Our, our listeners on video. So I thought initially that the stick went through this right here, okay. but it did not. That's a pretty large opening. Yeah, this is yeah. the biggest opening on the cat eye. A right. stick blade perfectly can get through there. Uh-huh. But it actually came through here ah. and up, which I've never seen. Right now, by the eye. Another, you could put another bar here. And Absolutely. It wouldn't that wouldn't vision. affect your vision. No. Yeah. They need so, to do a better job there. Yeah. But, you know, these guys, it, this is the first time we're really talking about it. Mm-hmm. So how likely is it? So much has to go. It is crazy, though, that it doesn't happen more. Yeah. Which, Especially with know, all the. The way with all the chaos that. that happens in in that crease area, especially in playoff games, guys mm-hmm. are just, you know, they're doing anything they can for position, and they're trying to, you know, try to get get in there. The sticks go flying, and I can't believe it doesn't happen more. So now, when Bush played Har, yeah, playing against the New Jersey Devils, and Scott Gomez took a clapper from just inside the top of the circle, caught Bush in the mask, yeah, right here like this. And the puck wedged. was wedged in there. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Scott Gomez is a pretty darn good player. Yeah. I, I talked to Boosh about it on uh, the Stick to Hockey show. 
and he had the mask out and, he was, and the puck is still lodged in the cage. Is that right? Like that. Yeah. And he goes, just thank God it wasn't Jason Arnott that shot it. Cause my head would have been shattered because he had a bomb. He was a big boy. Gomez didn't have that much power behind it. No, but he was, uh, he's an American player, right? Gomez? Alaskan. Yeah. Alaska. That's what yeah. I thought. Yeah. Yeah. How about so, that? So yeah, these playoffs have been nuts and it's going to be bananas to see, you know, how they go going forward. But you know, one of the, the MVPs of the playoffs so far, Harry, is the guy that uh, does a lot of TV commercials for David Dodge. Yes. See this? Oh, I did. I couldn't get enough of it. David Kelleher, I believe, is his name. And I've seen his commercials a million times. He does a lot of advertising with the Sixers and and uh, CBS Sunday morning show. He's always on right before that show starts, you know, with a nice 30 to 60 second spot. And uh, his 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 famous line is that he's always been your car dealer but you just didn't know it yet. Something like that. That's what he says. That's okay. His... <laughs> and I is. don't know. If, I don't know if you saw this, but right. draw... okay, go ahead. There yeah. We'll is. do this first. Yeah. There he is. So there I mean, he is sacked he's out. out. Yeah. He's out. And that's front row. I, I, you know, underneath the baseline at the Sixers game, he's a big supporter of the Sixers get some nice tickets. I think he's even rung the bell. He might've even rung it that night. I don't even know. Wow. But He's a big supporter, and he apparently – I heard him on uh, on with KYW, I think, they're doing something. I saw it on Twitter where he explained that, you know, he had a long day. He had come back from a trip, and then he had to drive early the next that, – that, that morning to Annapolis for his daughter in a soccer game, and then he comes back from there. It's about two, two-and-a-half-hour drive each way. And then he had a jet right down to the Sixers game, and he had a couple of pops and, you know, maybe sure. a couple of – you know, things to eat. And he caught a cat nap as he, as he explained, he owned up to it. I thought it was great. Yeah. It's probably the best advertising he's ever had. Yeah. The only thing he's missing is like the dealership logo. Right. But other than that, everybody knew who he was right away. Yes. Cause he's yes. very present on his TV commercials. I, I'll tell you what, as a Dodge Ram owner, Harry, mm-hmm. Dodge 1500. Right. I may have to go see David Dodge. He's right near you. He's down in that Glen Mills area. It's not far. Oh, is that the one you. right by me on 202? Yeah. Absolutely. No. Yeah. David, oh, my... it's David Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. He should sponsor the podcast, for Christ's sake. Yes. Glen Mills, PA, Harry. That's yeah. right down the street. I'm going to go see him. Exactly. <laughs> Are all the radio shows trying to get him on now? Oh, probably. I think Angelo probably already had him on. And- Mikey Miss ripped him on Twitter. Why? Did you see that? No. Oh, yeah. I think he, he froze the shot of him, you know, in, in full sleep and goes, dude. He gave him one of those. <laughs> Just a classic Mikey Miss. <laughs> he can be an asshole with one word. Oh. It's amazing. So, Ange, I can hear Ange in the post-show meeting. He was on KYW. Rear, you got to get him on. I have to talk to him. No, uh, Mikey Miss's uh, tweet was "Come on, man." That's what he. That's what he tweeted. <laughs> He's got him. <laughs> I just got a text from him. I guess it was two days ago. Mm-hmm. Because did you see this thing where in the Bahamas these people were dropping dead at uh, this Sandals Resort down there? What in Great Exuma, the Bahamas? That's where me and Mikey Miss went to the bahamas no i remember when did you the went show there. at that very resort no kid so what are they are they drinking bad poisoned liquor or something yeah i think it was that's what they're saying it might have been some kind of cocktail com you know combination or yeah. something because that, that, that happens at some of these all-inclusive sometimes they, they get bad liquor is that right yeah yeah they, well they, you know they, they try to you know 
go on the cheap and you got to watch yourself. You got to drink nothing but the top shelf because that other stuff can have some stuff in there that you don't want. Even if you got to pay her, you go to the top shelf. Exactly right. Wow. Yeah. Well, you go bar down. Well, well, the old lady didn't drop dead, and I guarantee you she wasn't going top shelf when she was down there at the all-inclusive. She was buckled the entire time. I'd get up at like 9.30 to start prepping the show. I'd right. wake up at like 9.30, right. and she'd already be half buckled in the pool at the at bar, the the swim-up bar. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. That is such good work out of her. Do you Clean. see uh, Kincaid on Crossing Broad in light of this whole uh, David Kelleher thing put together the – uh top 10 delaware valley car dealer catchphrases and commercials really yes now, this is great journalism right here some of the best going i did not see this yes so who i could where's the okay I'm, i see take a, take a guess at which one comes in first because the first one you read is i would imagine is the best which one is the the number one yeah, think of the car dealer that has been on television, especially through sports. Is Barbera the best? That's it. Boy, I guess. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that voiceover guy. Then <laughs> it's all about you at Rafferty Subaru comes It's in. all about you at right. Rafferty Subaru. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Now, how about this one? We had this one at the old uh, the old radio station. Jim Sapala wants to see you in a Kia. Oh, that's right. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yes. That's right down the street from me too. That's it from is. Westchester. Yeah. That guy, the guy that um that does that, that's crazy. He's actually a sales guy there. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah. He's very funny. Now, this this is a good one too. Jack, sell them for less. You remember yeah. that one? <laughs> With like the shitty echo. Yeah, that's Dell Toyota, yeah. uh, apparently. Okay. And then here's another one. Now, this guy, I I can't hack this guy. Like, I wouldn't buy a car from this dude. Do the deal with Gordon Chevrolet. Do you ever oh, see Oh, yeah, that I know guy? the commercial. It's up on Roosevelt Boulevard. <laughs> yeah. Do the deal. What is that, Sal Pals dealership? Sal Pal, yeah. <laughs> you go Marcus there, you get, a, you get a car and Marcus Mariota. Uh-huh. Oh, my Cherry God. Hill Nissan, the friendly Nissan giant. That got kind of annoying to me Yeah. Uh, back in the day, but it was it was probably very effective. It's got to be like a Matt Blatt one, because remember the Matt Blatt splat of the game it's with coming. Merle and Hey, Merrill, that's the Matt Blatt splat of the game. That's on his bike. I love it. That could be, Mike. That could be the Matt Blatt splat. <laughs> they tried to get that out of the way early, man, because you didn't want to have oh. to go into the fourth quarter not having a good hit. You know what yeah. I mean? So the first good hit, you got to do the Matt Blatt splat of the game, right? Yeah, Joe McPeak's got to knock all the bullshit out of the way early. So the right. wedge buster on the opening kickoff <laughs> was always the Matt Blatt splat. <laughs> Thank you, Joseph A. McPike. <laughs> want it for less? You got to go see Jeff, Jeff D'Ambrosio. That's out near you, too. Yes, that's Downingtown. That's mm -hmm. a huge Dodge dealership. And then yeah. here's Kelleher. I've always been your dealer. Maybe you just didn't know it yet. And I'll then what? That's great Matt work, Blatt Kia. Got to be a Matt Blatt Kia comes in. And then FC Kerbeck uh, at, the, at the end. They have mm -hmm. very famous commercials. Yeah. The Barbaro one. That's good work by him because that is the most annoying. Yeah. Cheap, cheap. And Ba, 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 butterfly. You know, yeah. he, oh my God. A ma, ma minivan. Remember yeah, that? That's one? right. That's, that's it, the yeah. one. Come and get a ma, ma minivan. I would have just like climbed through the radio and smashed that dude's head in a hamburger. And he does like a, a spot like that in every market. I know. I know. It's not just for Barbera. Like you, I would like drive to Connecticut and you'd hear that guy doing 
the same shtick for a different car dealer. The same voiceover guy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So probably made a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. They, he probably they, worked he, out of his house in his underwear. Been with him a long time. He, he looks like he sounds like a great big fat person to me. Oh, that guy. Oh. Like I feel like that's what he would look like. Yeah. Um. Speaking of you know local radio, local radio and television, Ray Didinger announcing his retirement this weekend on WIP. Yeah. How about that? What a what a legend, man! I tell you, he's one of the one of the nicest guys, probably one of the top five nicest guys in this business. Period. And I'm yeah. not just talking Philadelphia. I'm talking all over. Yeah. I remember doing radio when I first started. And of course, I still am nobody, but I was way less than nobody way back in the day in the Lehigh Valley, uh, back 03, 04, 05 time period before uh, 950 ESPN even existed at the time, which became the Fanatic. And I called up Ray Didinger and tried to get him on. And boy, that guy calls me back, did not know my name, and conversed with me and was happy to set up a time when he could join me on my little radio show in the Lehigh Valley to talk a little Eagles football. And I never forget it. Like this, I mean, that's the kind of guy he is. Yeah. You know, and just so amenable, just, you know, when I think of Ray, like Ray is just a great person. Mm -hmm. You know, you just get a sense like this guy's just a really good person. Yeah. You know, very, so nice, like non-confrontational, he always took his sports opinions very seriously because they never had an agenda. Right. And they were derived from fact. Right. No analysis hot. and fact. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and it was never, you know, screamed at, you know, yeah. you didn't have to scream at you. He was very excited an understated delivery and very calm and mm-hmm. measured. And I'm going to really miss him. Uh, I know the radio show on the weekends was, was uh, very interesting to listen to at times, but the Eagles pre and post game. Yeah. I mean, he was the voice of reason on that. Yeah. I mean, you just look forward to him, you know, finally put, you know, picking his head up out of his legal pad and yeah. giving you his take on the game. Out of his copious notes, he would yeah. have several legal pads full. And he takes more notes writing. than Rob Ellis. Yeah. And, and you know, Michael Barkham would start that show. Mm-hmm. You know, the Eagles lose to the Cowboys. Let's, let's go to that panel. Yeah. He brings mm-hmm. in Seth Joyner, right. you know, goes through the right, whole right. thing. And then they get the Ray. Thanks, Michael. Absolutely, Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just so chill. Yep. And when I was running uh, stuff at WIP and I was in management there, I would have to call Ray from time to time or get in touch with him about a scheduling thing. Like, hey, you know, Anthony's going to be out. Can you fill in on the midday show on Thursday with uh, Glenn, blah, blah, blah. But you couldn't text Ray. Right. And he wasn't a big email guy at that time. This is early 2000s. Mm-hmm. So I would have to call the house. And I right. he didn't have a cell phone. So... And his wife would, his wife sounded like the female version of him, Maria, sweetest woman in the world. Mm-hmm. And she'd be like, oh yeah, Ray, uh, Jason's on the phone. And he, hey, Jason, how are you? You know, and just the greatest guy. And yeah. I always loved when he would come into the station and just talking to him. He is an institution, an encyclopedia. Yeah. And there is, I agree with you, Harry, there is nobody in this town that has covered sports better than him in any decade. Yeah. Now you were wanting to make a sort of a Mount Rushmore sort yeah, of the, I to the radio up. cliche of types, those type of guys that we've had in this town. And I think it's kind of an interesting discussion. It's hard to come up with four though, because I don't want to cheapen Ray by adding other people to that Mount Rushmore. Right. Like, like there's, there's only two guys that I think should be on it mm-hmm. that are deserving of the big statue, the big face on the mountain. 
Mm-hmm. And it's Ray, of course. Right. And then I think the other one is probably Stan Hockman. Oh, legend. Stan he used to work with us at, at the Fanatic yep. uh, back when it was on AM. I used to love having him come in. He'd come in and record stuff. And uh, he was just... <laughs> He was he was great to talk to, and you did a great impression of him. You had it you had it nailed. Yeah. Well, he the thing about Stan was he was so sharp with his words, but mm-hmm. so uh, what's the, economical right. in the way he said things. Maybe that came from writing and editors editing and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But he could say you just disaster, you know, and yeah. you just you know bark him with one impact. This, it had yeah. impact. Yeah. 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 And it was very just. You know, Barkham will go on this big thing in the early days of Daily News Live, and they go, Stan, your thoughts. He'd go on this big rant, and he goes, it was a disaster. <laughs> you well, know? I think morning. <laughs> I so think great. there's a couple other guys, though, that that uh, that are worthy. Well, I, one guy I, I texted you, Bill Lyon? Yes. Absolutely. for the Bulletin? Absolutely. And then the Inquirer? Yes. And I'm thinking of another guy mm-hmm. who's no longer with us. And covered primarily the 76ers. Oh, Phil Jasner. Phil Jasner. Yeah. He was great. Harry. He was phenomenal. So and good. another great guy. Yeah, he was. And yeah. it, it, see, that's the common denominator with these guys, right? Mm-hmm. They're all gr- good people, too. Because we see through all the bullshit. Right. In our, in our world of hot takes now and Skip Bayless and Joe Giglio and, and these hot take artists, because I find it disingenuous. I think it's, I think it's a bullshit way to try and do this and cover this cover sports with the dumb fucking hot takes. And all those guys were understated, factual, and non-emotional. Yeah. Jasner was very, so good during yeah, the Iverson years. Oh, phenomenal. Oh, phenomenal. was he great? That, yeah. That's a good call. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're going to put Ray Diddy. Yep. St- Stanley. Bill Lyon. And we'll put Phil Jasner on the Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. Uh, those who have covered Philadelphia sports the sports media and multimedia mm-hmm. that's mm. a pretty good list that's a really good list and not then that i'm into one. lists but... not me either <laughs> if you get a name on the list we'll get you on the wheel <laughs> what about Ange? does Ange belong on the list you know on Mount Rushmore? Well, i think yeah, i think that's a separate list that's a different list with radio reporting you know like because he was the the sports reporter before he became the radio host yeah but, I mean, you, you could make like it's like a mikey miss situation an anthony gargano situation too mm-hmm. so you know, that's a separate mountain. Yeah. I well, think. I mean, Jason Stark was a guy that started out writing and went oh, to ESPN. Yeah. Phenomenal. He's up there. And, and again, another great guy. Yes. Yes. Like, one of the nicest people you'll ever deal with. He's mm-hmm. always got time for you. Yep. Um, I mean, I remember when my, when my mom died a couple of years ago. Boom. Text from Jason Stark. Saw it on Facebook. So sorry to hear about, you know, just, you know, guys that you wouldn't think of would reach out do mm-hmm. things like that they're just good people and all those guys i've gotten to know all of them with the exception of bill lyon yeah i never got to meet or get, i mean i met him but i never got to really talk with him yeah yeah he was but a he little was bit great. before the the multimedia explosion mm-hmm. but he was a great writer phenomenal phenomenal yeah. he really was phenomenal. must read absolutely do we have the do, we should do the uh mount Cratmore of sports media oh, i got a lot of guys i'd like to add to that list. i'm sure you're gonna need another mountain you're gonna need <laughs> like a, a range a mountain yeah. range yeah we're gonna need to tap into the andes <laughs> the, <laughs> I'm the appalachians <laughs> oh, i'm an appalachian man oh god oh my god oh. how about him he's going nuts with these sixers oh i know 
he is losing his fucking marbles. I, I tell you, I tell you, if they, if they do uh, get eliminated, though, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be at a loss. Like that's gonna be, that's gonna be one of those times where you know, like when the football season ends, where you're like, now what? Oh, I know. You know what I mean? Because that is the end of sports until until football again. Yeah, yeah. Because the Phillies are just don't give you anything. No. And it's no. baseball. It doesn't give you anything anyway. No, it really doesn't. Um, it really I, doesn't. What are the uh, what are the odds now on the series? I know that Miami is still favored, but I know with it now being tied at two. Let me check the Bet Parks app and see what this the series odds now are. Now I want the series markets. So let's go. The Sixers are plus one twenty five. No, that's the game. I want the that's series. money line for the game. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine it's about minus one fifty for Miami for the series. Um, possibly. Does that seem about um, where you'd go? Yeah, I mean, let's see. I, I can't believe I. Do you can't like the Sixers that. in the series now, Hack? Two two. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, Why I mean, not? Not bad, right? Yeah. With Embiid back, and you know, Harden coming off a great game. I'm not expecting them to score. 31 points no, again. No, but, no, no. You know, um, I can see it. Yeah, I don't see it on here. Yeah, I'm trying to find hmm. it as well. I don't see series, period. Well, everybody's up in arms about Embiid not winning the MVP, I'll tell yeah. you. Yeah, oh, Ooh. I know. You, you would have thought that it was going to be their trophy. Mm-hmm. My goodness, how invested they are in it. You'd think the local sports yackers would have some sort of bonus tied to Embiid winning the MVP. Oh man, I just don't give a shit if anybody wins an MVP. Good for yeah, them. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, and now with Jokic has won back to back. Yeah, I know the thing the other night was this guy wins MVP and you got to take him out for defensive purposes. Yeah, and his and his team is eliminated. Yeah, you know, I mean, so you know, you saw the value of Embiid when he's not in the lineup. Yeah, I mean, but whatever. He's everything. Yeah, I'm he's not everything to that team. You know. Um, by the way, the NFL schedule release is coming up Thursday. Yeah, is, is Adam Schefter going to uh, release every game one by one before the, the thing comes out? I keep seeing him leak out a game here, a game there. Yeah, like the Christmas game and stuff like that starting to come yeah. out. Yeah. Um, Why can't we just get it when it's supposed to be given out? I know. Why do these guys got to ruin everything? I know. With this incessant need to be first. It's like narcissistic behavior at this point. Yeah. I mean, um, the Eagles, I guess, play Monday night against the Vikings. I don't know if that – I guess I'm assuming that's week one. It seems a little late, though. It's a, it wasn't like because that was the game that was released that I saw. Is but it, it like looked, a nine thirty game or something? It's a Monday night game. Okay. Um, now, who's doing Monday night football here? Ah, uh, good question. And we have some developments. Yeah. Uh, in regard to that, too, it's funny you ask because Tom Brady uh, is now signed on with Fox, and he will uh, replace eventually the Troy Aikman slot. That was vacated by Aikman and Joe Buck when they moved from Fox to ESPN. And Brady will be working with Kevin Burkhart once he's done playing on the number one team, broadcast team. How about that? On Fox. Okay. On Fox. Very interesting. I always think that's interesting because the guy, guy that's played most of his career in the AFC going to do basically the NFC Network, although he's playing Tampa now. So yeah, um, how do you think Brady will be at the gig? Uh, I think it'd be pretty good. Yeah, I do. I think he's he's pretty entertaining. Um, you know, he obviously knows the game. I don't know if he's going to try to be a, a Tony Romo and predict the plays and all that sort of thing. But I, 
I think that's a pretty good. It's uh, a pretty good choice. Like Gretzky, I like um, hearing yeah. him talk. Right, I love right. The way he thinks. I mean, yeah. the guy is not this specimen of an athlete, right? But he's just so cerebral, which is why he's the greatest team sport athlete of all time. Well, yeah, and, and he's lasted too. Outside of that one big injury, he's been he's been vertical for for almost all of it. So it's been very durable for all so, these years, given the fact that he's not, like you say, the typical physical specimen. Yeah. Um, Monday Night Football, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman taking over for Steve Levy, Lou Riddick, and uh, Brian Greasy. On ESPN, correct, yes. Yes. And Thursday then, night is Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet. Yeah. What do you think of that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm out, out on Al? I'm done with Al. I mean, he's been great, but I, I you know, and I've never been the biggest Herb Street fan either. I like him. You on the, I, like, guy. I like him on the pregame show, like the college game day and things like that. But I don't know with him and Al Michaels. I, I don't know. I, Thursday night football, I'm just kind of out on period. Yeah, I am too. I, I'd rather and, watch a college game. And the, the reason why I like Herb Street is just because when he's there, I know it's a big college game. Right. Yeah. Like it's like the by proxy element of it. Yeah. You know, when he's calling a college game, you know, it's a big one. Mm -hmm. So it'll be interesting to hear him call the NFL, but I agree with you on Michaels. I think he's, he's kind of past his prime, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Um, he's going to get another big payday from Amazon and I, I get it. Yep. Um, You know, and he's still got the, you know, the, the name is still carries a lot of weight. Uh, But I, you know, I've never, I've never watched a game in the last 10 years because Al Michaels was calling the game. I agree. Let's put it that way. He's not Summerall, and he never will be no. to me. At least. Sunday night football is, I'll tell you what, man, it's Mike Tarico. <laughs> Tarico Collinsworth. Collinsworth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big Tarico fan. I like Tarico. He's very versatile. He can do a yep. lot. He's, you know, he can do, you know, practically any sport, Olympics, golf, you know, baseball, you name it, he can do it. Um, I'm kind of done with Collinsworth, too. I am, too. <laughs> I liked him in the beginning, but now he's just yeah. kind of grates on me. He's becoming yeah. a caricature of himself. I agree. I agree. So, need some new blood there. Yeah, and that NB, that Sunday night football, a lot of times I, I am just shot by the yeah. time that game comes on. Well, you're cocktailing for pregame there. Well, I mean, you know, you got this, you know, you got to get all your bets in before the 1 o'clock starts, and you got all those games. You got the, you know, the the little window in between like, you know, when the witching hour, as they call it, mm-hmm. where you got to, you know, get, get ready for the late game action. And then by the time, you know, I eat dinner and stuff, I'm ready to go to bed. Yeah. You've I'm had enough done. at that point, a couple of heavy yeah. pours hair and you're, and yeah, you're, I mean, you're done. Yeah, you're I'm like David Kelleher. I'll be sleeping in there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then obviously no change on CBS. That's still going to be Romo and Jim yeah. Nance, which I think is a great team. Yep. I think they work great together because I think Nance, let's Tony Romo be the star. Yeah. And that's the I, brilliance. You're, you're exactly right about that. But I, I tell you, I found myself getting a little annoyed with Romo uh, in the playoffs. Really? I thought he started to get a little too carried away with being Romo. Mm, okay. I think she needs to dial it back. It's just a touch. Feeling himself a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, just, you know, sort of becoming like, what he thinks people expect of him. Like, just do the game. Just, you know, don't try to think that you got to be this guy or do, you know, more predicting of plays because that's sort of your thing. Like, you know, just just let the game sort of dictate things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't, don't go shoehorning it, shoehorning it in just to get it in. 
Right. Because you think that's what people want. People want right. it until you give them too much of it. Exactly. All right. Um, I don't think we have anything else really that we wanted to get to here. Um, oh, yeah. We want to get to this. Do you Have you seen anything about John Bon Jovi lately? Uh, no. Now, he was never a great singer. No. You know, Bon Jovi had some huge hits in the 80s when Slippery When Wet came out. Oh, yeah. With all the hits on that, You Give Love a Bad Name and, and Wanted Dead or Alive, which was from what? Mm -hmm. uh, Young Guns, the movie, remember? Oh, yeah, that's right. And, of course, Living on a Prayer. And right. he's had some vocal issues, and he just sounds different. He's been sounding different for years. Bad Medicine, wasn't that one of his tunes, too? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then It's My Life later on, more right. recently. But And he's a guy that, you know, is very visible, huge star still. And they're out touring. And people have been panning his vocals big time. Oh, really? Because it's oh. not good. Now, we've all seen, like, a band past their prime and going, shit, he can't do it anymore. Right. You know, like Robert Plant's one of those guys you go, he just can't get there anymore. No. Ozzy, they have to mm -hmm. play a step and a half down right. for him to be able to hit some of those notes. No, he's like... Same with Rob down. Halford, I heard. You know, they had... Is that right? Yeah, this, I, he can't... You know, he had such an incredible range. You know, at some point, you just can't get that that high up. And I, I heard that about him, too. Well, they're going to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Howard Judas Priest. Well, they should be. Yeah. Yeah. A little... uh Hell-bent for leather? <laughs> I mean, they're a good band. Um, so let, let me give you a little audio here of John Bon Jovi. Because right. I want you to hear this. Because it's pretty bad. And it's it's their big song. It's Living on a Prayer. I've queued in here about a minute 20 in. So here you All go. Right. Here's John Bon Jovi. Oh, hold on. Is that? It's not going on. No. There we go. All right. As soon as this loads up. Damn it. Ah, jeez. Oh, uh, I'm frozen. Oh, man. Can you hear I me here? Yeah, there I see the video. All right, you got me now, right? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Hit it. I'm hitting play. I think this is probably not a great idea because of my internet issues. And it's just not play. Damn it. Ah. Not going to play for me. Damn it. Uh, it's not working well. Um, All right. And now my computer's just totally locked. Yeah, you're freezing. All right. Again. Well, so he can't sing anymore. Let's just say that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. All right. There we go. I'm just going to turn it off because it's it's not helping. Yeah, and you notice this stuff um, live. But he because... can't sing anymore. So it got me thinking here. Yeah. Got yeah, you thinking. You, you can't auto tune it. I mean, he could. No, no. I mean, you know, you can so, you can hide this stuff in this in the studio when you're making a record, but when you're out there live at some amphitheater mm -hmm. with the sound system, you, it is what it is. So I came up here with my list of the top five musical acts that are great, even though the singer can't really sing. Okay. You want the list? Yes. All right. We'll start with number five: The Velvet Underground, Lou Reed. Wow. Lou Reed. He's horrible. Wow, Does he even horrible. sing? It was kind of like spoken word more more so than anything else, wasn't it? It it was just shit. Yeah, I, I was never a Lou Reed guy. He was one of those bands in the 70s that the critics all apparently loved, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Andy yeah. Warhol. Right, right. He had that affiliation with that with that uh 
pop art scene and the, mm-hmm. yeah, the New York club scene and all that. I just never got into it. Yeah. Like, Iggy you know, Pops heroin. Yeah. yeah. Songs about doing heroin. And, nah. Iggy Pops is the guy that like, I, yep. never, I couldn't understand that. But um, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Anthony Kiedis is a horrible singer. Yeah. I never really thought of, I just thought of him as a front man more than a singer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Point. Cause he's Mr. Energy, mm-hmm. you know, um, he's like the energizer bunny. Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Huge star. Not a good singer. Not a good singer. And I think he would even admit that. I think John Clark would even have to admit that. Well, I don't know if Clark would go there. <laughs> Clark is such a, him in that Degatano, Statari. Yeah. Oh, they're yeah. devotees. Yeah. 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 Du- no, du- he's du- not. A, he's, I would not describe Bruce Springsteen as a great voice. He's a great writer. He's like Dylan, which would be a m- number one on my list. Yeah, he's an, he's an awful singer. Yeah, it's really bad. I yeah. mean, when you hear his like version of "All Along the Watchtower" and then you hear Jimi oh. Hendrix, yeah, you're like, okay, that's done properly. Yeah, um, and he's been a bad singer, but like si- pretty much since day one, since he started singing. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like he almost you almost wonder how he got famous being that bad uh-huh. of a singer. Again, with that beatnik era in the underground in New York City and you know Greenwich Village and all that stuff, the the folk stuff, like he was he was a god, and it was basically because he wrote great music. Yeah, he wrote great songs. Yeah, but the thing about it is, is like in that same era, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. I mean, that band is full of great singers. Mm -hmm. Like David Crosby is a great singer. Graham Nash is Graham Nash. Stephen Stills is awesome too. Yes. Yeah. But they added at one point Neil Young. Correct. Who was not a good singer. Well, he he came over from the Buffalo Springfield. He, mm-hmm. he was there with Stephen Stills. That was a yeah. great band. Very short lived, but a great band. I agree with you. Yeah. But Neil Young, like on that, like the song Old Man, oh, is such a good song. And you just don't even care that he can't sing. I know. Needle in the Damage Done oh, Tremendous. Just so good. And yeah. then the other one, and this one might be polarizing for some people, but if you really listen to the guy singing, he can't sing. David Lee, David Lee Roth, era Van Halen. Yeah, he's not a great singer. I mean, no. he was, uh, again, he was a front man. He was mm-hmm. Mr. Energy doing all the karate kicks and all that stuff and screaming. Like, he would go into that sound but that sound booth, like, uh, little studio, like a one little area, and do all those screams. Like, you yeah. could get a track. <laughs> You can go back and listen to tracks. You can find them. I'm sure you can of just his vocals and him doing like the, you know, the screams to Jamie's crying or something. (laughs) Barnyard noises. Yes. It sounded like the cuz the day after like the Sixers would win a series. Like just like, like, what is, or in the meat locker, you know, (laughs) like what is going on here? Um, So those those are the five that I came up. I didn't put Dylan on there. But Dylan's got to be on there. Uh, what do you think about adding like a Bob Weir or Garcia? Jerry Garcia, I would put on before Bob Weir. I think Bob Weir can hold a tune. Yeah. Yeah. But Jerry was never a great vocalist. No, but he was yeah. a great solo player. Correct. I mean, yes. one of the best of all time. Mm-hmm. Like you could feel his solos in your gut. Mm-hmm. Like we talked about that lyrics last week of that you feel in your gut. Like in the looks like rain version that's on without a net at the end of it, he mm-hmm. goes into this thing. You just hear like the guitar wind up and he comes and does this. And it sounds like water flowing through a crick. Mm-hmm. Like it makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up every time I hear it. Yeah. yeah so good. 
Yeah, but he wasn't a great vocalist. No, he was yeah. not a great vocalist. <laughs> Phil Lesh, not a great vocalist either, but... No. But it's crazy. That... There's some good bands with shit vocalists. Mm-hmm. It's more about the music, man. It and is. The, and the lyrics. It's not about the quality of the delivery. That's exactly right, Harry. Yeah. Not everything's got to be polished. Exactly. All right. Uh, we don't have anything else to say, do we? I think we're done. I think we're done as well. We do need yeah. to say... So you have a play on the Sixers game tonight? Uh, yeah, it took Embiid uh, over the uh, points, rebounds, and assists. And that's 39 and a half, I think you 39 said? 39 and a half. And I took Embiid to score the first bucket of the game at plus 450. Plus 450. First field goal. So a okay. foul shot doesn't count, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, well, I guess. I don't know. Is that the way it's stipulated? It, it, that's the way Does it was it worded field on the goal? Bet Parks If it says field goal, then it's field goal. Three-pointer yeah. or a two-pointer. Yeah. All right. So that's what it yeah. said on the Bet Parks app. So I got that riding tonight, a unit on uh, Embiid at plus 450. Lots of uh, hockey action to bet on. Lots of uh, NBA playoff action to bet on. Baseball. Golf. You have any golf plays, Harry? Uh, this week they go down to the Byron Nelson. I get, I'm Duck. looking at Brooks Kepka. I think there's a lot of value with him, mm-hmm. and I, it's too it's too good to just pass up. You got to throw something on it because the guy's always capable. I, I've never seen uh, a number. I saw 3,500 for him to win yesterday somewhere, and I'm telling you, like you don't get those kind of numbers. Yeah, I forgot so, Kepka too. I mean, yeah, he goes on a heater. Forget it. Zalatoris is going to be heavily bet this week. His number is ridiculously low. And I, um, you know, he may end up winning. He's going to win one of these sooner or later. Love it. All right. Yep. So get those in on the Bet Parks app. Uh, you got to get the new app if you don't have it yet. It is fantastic. It's easy to use. We could put a couple of plays in while we're doing the uh, the IG show here. Uh, it's the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. It's now live. And take it from me and Harry. It's everything you want in a mobile casino and a sportsbook. Easy to sign up, easy to use, faster to win than ever before. All Bet Parks users, new and existing, use the promo code Jason750, and you're going to get a risk-free bet up to $750. Terms and conditions to apply. Again, new and existing users, promo code Jason750. Uh, so download the app, the new Bet Parks app today. You need to be over 21 and present in Pennsylvania or New Jersey. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, wraps up power. We'll be back in a week's time. Yes, and uh, hopefully you'll have uh, fixed your Mike Kern internet issue. Yeah, that's that's a service issue I'm I'm learning. So we dealt with it, and uh, we still put out some very mediocre content. We'll do it exactly. again next week. <laughs> Everybody, thanks for listening. Leave us a rating and review, and uh, we appreciate it. We'll talk to you next time on the Odd Chiefs podcast presented by Bet Parks.